0: Sylvester Sleuth and the Secret of the God's Eye Goggles In our last story, Sylvester Sleuth figured out the mystery of the no-no's. One of the things that the law shows us is that we're not perfect, and we cannot be perfect. It shows us that we need Jesus to be perfect for us. When we last left Sylvester Sleuth, there had been another knock at his door. Hello again, Mr. Sleuth, the delivery man said. What did the questioner send this time? Sylvester asked. Just this one letter, he said, handing the letter to Sylvester. The detective thanked the delivery man and closed the door. He eagerly opened the letter to read it. But when he opened it, all it contained was a page filled with red jumbles that looked like static on a TV. And the bottom was signed, the questioner. I found the seed, Reverend Kirk said, carrying a small bag of seeds. And I have found another mystery. Sylvester said. What do you think this means? Anything about it in the Bible? Sylvester held up the page with the red static jumbles. It's a mystery to me, the Reverend said. It's red, so maybe the Red Sea? I'm sure you'll figure it out. Thanks again for the seed. Reverend Kirk left to patch up his yard while the detective scrutinized the letter. What on earth could this be about? Sylvester said to himself. He picked up the Bible and read about the Red Sea. That could be the answer, but somehow his instincts told him that wasn't it. He wanted to go see his friend Bookworm at the library, but he knew that the library would be closing soon. Instead, he decided to put the mystery on hold and eat some dinner. He made a donut burger with pickles and onions and sat down to watch the news. There was a story out of Theldonia, a country that still had a king. The king had apparently had a temper tantrum and changed the government three times in the last three months. The people were very upset. Sylvester shook his head at how silly the king was being. He looked at the dead bonsai tree and remembered the dead heart we had gotten from Adam. The king seemed to be showing that dead heart. After finishing his dinner in front of the TV, he took his bath, put on his PJs, and got in bed. That night he dreamed of a really bad king. The king was big and strong, he came and took away all of Sylvester's most beloved things, telling him that it was his right as the king. Just as the king snatched the favorite magnifying glass of Sylvester right out of his hand, Sylvester woke up. He was relieved that it had all been a dream. He wasted very little time getting dressed and eating his breakfast, a bagel with peanut butter and hot sauce. He was at the library not long after they had opened. Mildred hadn't even turned up yet. Bookworm was checking back in a stack of books that had been left in the overnight depository. Bookworm, Sylvester said. I need your help. Oh, hey, Sylvester, Bookworm said. Wait, not another mystery from the questioner. How many mysteries is that guy going to give you? I have no idea, Sylvester said. But you know me, I can't resist a good mystery. The game's afoot. Sylvester waited to be shushed by Mildred but he remembered that Mildred wasn't there. Okay, Bookworm said. What you got this time? Sylvester showed Bookworm the page filled with red static that was signed by the questioner. Hmm, Bookworm said. That's strange, really strange. And this didn't come with any other clues? Not a single one, Sylvester said. This is all I got. At least the last time I had something to go on. Reverend Kirk thought it was about the Red Sea, but I just don't think that's what it is. Bookworm squinted at the page. Hey, Sleuth, did you look at this with your magnifying glass? he asked. No? Why? Sylvester responded. Because if you look really closely, you can see something that's hidden behind all this red. Look! Sylvester pulled out his magnifying glass and looked. He could barely make out what seemed to be blue writing in the middle of all the red static. There's writing, Sylvester said, but how am I supposed to read it with all this red in the way? Bookworm scratched his head. Then he looked like he had an idea. Wait a minute, sleuth, he said. I saw something in one of these science project books I was checking back in. Where was it? Oh, here it is. Look. Bookworm showed him the science activity where writing was hidden behind red static but when eyeglasses with red lenses were used, the writing could be clearly seen. Eureka! That's it! Sylvester said. Shh! Mildred scolded as she walked through the front door. Thank you, Bookworm, Sylvester said. I'm off to the hardware store. Good luck, sleuth, Bookworm said. Tex Arcana's hardware store was just down the street from the library. Sylvester searched and searched, but he couldn't seem to find what he was looking for. After a while, Tex asked him if he needed any help. Sylvester, can I help you find something? Maybe, Sylvester said. I'm looking for something red to look through. Um, Tex said. Here's a spring planting guide. It's got a red cover. You can look through the book. Is that what you mean? No, I mean, look through like glass, Sylvester said. Oh, Mm, let me think about that, Tex said. At that moment, the door's bell rang as Reverend Kirk came through the door. Hey, Tex, where's your fertilizer? I have a place in my yard I'm trying to repair. Oh, hey, Sylvester, what are you doing here? That's on aisle four, Reverend Kirk. Uh Sylvester's here looking for something red to look through, like glasses. Yes, the message I got can be read if you look through red glasses or plastic that will block out the red static splotches so I can see the writing beneath. I got some red plastic right here. You could glue it to a pair of safety goggles, Tex suggested. That just might work, Sylvester said. Sylvester bought the supplies to take home and construct the goggles. He bid farewell to Tex and Reverend Kirk and asked the pastor if he would stop by later, just in case he needed help with the mystery. At home, Sylvester cut out the red plastic and glued it carefully to the safety goggles. He waited a little while for the glue to set before he tried on the goggles. But after about an hour, the goggles seemed sturdy enough to wear. It was time to read the secret message. Sylvester's heart beat with excitement as he put on the goggles. Everything around him looked red, his TV, his kitchen, his couch, and his table. He pulled the letter out of his jacket pocket, opened it up, and laid it on the table. Suddenly, the words were as clear as they could be. The note read, Dear Sylvester, if you can figure out what this verse means, you will discover the secret of the God's eye goggles. Below the questioner's message was a verse from 1 Samuel sixteen seven. Sylvester read it aloud. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Curious, Sylvester exclaimed as a knock came on his door. It was Reverend Kirk. Hey, Sylvester, he said. I see you were able to make the goggles. Did they work? They did, but it unveiled another mystery. Sylvester said, The detective read the note and the verse to Reverend Kirk, who just smiled and nodded. Clever, Reverend Kirk said. What's clever? Sylvester asked. Well, the message was hidden until you put on these goggles, right? Right. And the verse is about God not judging by outward appearances, but judging the heart, right? Correct. It's a great picture of how sometimes we look at the wrong thing, but God can see the right thing. God can truly see our heart, Reverend Kirk explained. But who was God talking about in this verse? Sylvester asked. He was talking about the brother of a boy named David, Reverend Kirk said. You see, Israel had bad hearts. They had hearts that wanted the kind of king that the other nations had. They wanted a strong, tough, fierce king. They asked and asked God until He gave them exactly what they wanted. He gave them a king named Saul, but God warned them that Saul was going to have just the kind of heart that they wanted and it would come back to haunt them. Oh dear, Sylvester said. What happened? Saul proved to be a very bad king. They got just what they wanted, a selfish brat of a king, Reverend Kirk explained. Like that king of Theldonia I heard about on the news, Sylvester exclaimed. The people are protesting because he's such a bad king. Right, and people groaned under the leadership of King Saul. Reverend Kirk said. But God had a plan. He was going to give them a king after his own heart. So he sent his prophet Samuel to the family of a man named Jesse. Now Jesse had seven sons. Samuel was immediately drawn to the oldest and strongest. But God told him that this wasn't the one. In fact, six out of seven were made to pass before Samuel, but God didn't want any of them to be king. So who did he want? Sylvester asked. He wanted the youngest, who was in the countryside tending sheep, Reverend Kirk said. A little shepherd boy, Sylvester asked. Yes, Reverend Kirk said. David had a heart like God's. He had a heart of a shepherd to love and tend God's people. But David didn't have a perfect heart. Even as king, he would show that he still had Adam's heart and did selfish things. But God made a promise to David that one of his great, great, great-grandchildren would sit on the throne, forever, and then he would have a heart exactly like God's, because he would be God. It's Jesus, isn't it? The detective guessed. You're right, Reverend Kirk congratulated. Jesus is the perfect king who has the perfect heart of God. The Bible tells us that when we've seen Jesus the Son, we've seen the Father. Jesus shows us that God is a good king and a shepherd of his people caring for them. Wow, Sylvester said. So that is the secret of the God's eye goggles. God sees what we can't see. He sees we need a heart like Jesus. Yes, and he gives us a heart like Jesus. But that's another story, Reverend Kirk explained. Sylvester busily texted the questioner, who responded very quickly. Good job, sleuth. I'm nearing the end of my many questions and many mysteries, but we are still not at the end. X marks the spot, detective. I will talk to you then. What's that supposed to mean? Sylvester asked as a knock came on the door. Sylvester knew before he opened the door that it would be the delivery man. The large delivery man in his nicely pressed Fast uniform held out an old parchment map to the detective. He said, Looks like you're going on a treasure hunt, Mr. Sleuth. This is Pastor Zach. Today we learned that God sees in ways that we can't see. We look at the outside. We look at the appearance and we judge what's on the outside. But God sees the heart. God knows what's in our heart. He doesn't go by appearances. He knows that we need a new heart. He knows we need a heart like Jesus' heart. And Jesus had a perfect heart because Jesus is God. And his heart shows us what God's heart is like. He's the one who truly came, like King David, to show us what it looks like to perfectly have a heart that seeks after God. Well, join us next time when Sylvester Sleuth encounters his last mystery.